You're listening to Wait On Purpose Podcast, the show for single women who want to overcome emotional discomfort with being single, understand the fear of being alone, and transform it to self-love while celebrating this season with joy, purpose, and passion. Each week, we'll explore topics on how to optimize your season of singleness and become who you want to attract. Now, here's your host, Tracy Noel, the introverted empath. What's good, loves? Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Wait on Purpose. This is Tracy. And thank you again for supporting this podcast. Thank you for your feedback, negative and positive, because real talk, it it helps me to grow. It really does. It really helps me to grow. And for me... It takes balls. (laughs) It takes balls to go out and to do things that you have never done before, right? It's like bold as hell, right? And very, it takes courage to be transparent and vulnerable, right? To put your flaws out for the world to take apart and examine, to share your creations and your thoughts, and a part of yourself when you don't know how folks will receive it, right? You don't know how folks will receive it. It takes this strength and faith to try something that you have never done before, knowing that it will come with negative and positive opinions, right? It will come with judgment, criticism, rejection, and failure. But you do that shit anyway. So shout out to those who are consistently stepping outside of your comfort zone. You're trying things that's new. You are unlocking parts of yourself that you never knew existed. Shout out to you. I salute you. Okay. I salute you. And I mean, what's up? What's the deal with those who are hiding? Right? What's up with y'all that's hiding and staying in your comfort zones due to, I don't know, fear of other people's opinions, due to rejection? What? What is it? Fear of failure or lack of ambition? What are you waiting for? The world needs you. You will never be perfect. It will never be perfect. People are going to judge you either way. People are going to form an opinion about you either way. People ain't going to like you in either way, right? You are going to fail anyway. It comes with the territory, baby. It comes with the territory of being great and doing something, right? It comes with the territory of being successful, It comes with the territory of stepping outside of your comfort zone and being authentic. Judgment, criticism, failure, rejection, that all comes with the territory. So what are you waiting for? The time is now, love. Your time is now. The world is hungry for only what you can serve. There is a solution on the inside of you to so many people's problems. Man, quit sleeping on yourself, man. I don't know who I'm talking to, but quit sleeping on yourself. We need you. 
right? And so this podcast has been me stepping outside of my comfort zones. Writing my book has been me stepping outside of my comfort zones to share what I've learned, what I'm still learning, what I'm struggling with, right? What has helped me on my journey of this continual healing and transformation and discovery and growth, right? And if it resonates with only one person, I'm good with that. Right, Because I know that I'm staying true to what God has put on my heart to do. And so I want to talk about something that I've struggled with. Right, I'm still learning and struggling with. I know others encounter it every day. I work with people every day. I know that they struggle with this. Something that still pokes its ugly head in my life and throws me off if I let it. Right. And a lot of us suffer from it. It's on a subconscious level. It's so unintentional. Right. Because we all want to be the best version of ourselves. We don't walk around or wake up and say, you know what, I want to be great today. And then put obstacles in our way for no reason or procrastinate and talk ourselves out of being great. We don't do that intentionally. It's the negative internal self-talk. It's those limited beliefs. It's those past failures and rejections that keep us stuck. And we are creatures of comfort. It's a natural instinct. If we can have our way, we will want to stay somewhere where we can expect what happens, right? Where we are comfortable at if we had our way. But just like a ship was not created, to sit at a dock anchored down it's safe there right but that's not what it was created for it was created to sail and ride the waves and explore the waters and so were you you were created for a purpose that exceeds your comfort zones it's bigger than you And it's meant to serve others. So sitting at home behind your computer screen or behind your phone or TV, criticizing other people who are stepping outside of their comfort zone is not serving you or the people that you were meant to help. I'm going to say that again. Sitting at home behind your computer screen, phone, TV or whatever, criticizing Other people who are stepping out of their comfort zone and walking in their purpose is not serving you, your higher self, or anyone that you were meant to help. So, I have a question for you. Is there something you know deep down is good for you? That will change your life completely. Something you know you should be doing. But you haven't done it yet. Do you find yourself coming to a complete stop. When you are attempting to achieve something. Although you have the skills. You have the tools. You have the resources. You probably even have the desire. You have the experience, but for some reason you stop. You come to a halt for no rational reason. 
we can probably think of a few things that we have pushed back or negatively talked ourselves out of. So what is this? And why do we do that? Well, the answer is self-sabotage. What is it? Why do we do it? What are some behaviors associated with it? And how do we overcome it? That's what we're talking about today on this podcast. So let's go. Let's examine this. Self-sabotage. Well, first, the definition of self is... um, an individual's typical character or behavior, right? It's your character, it's your behavior, it's who you are, it's your habits. That is self. And then sabotage is when you deliberately destroy or damage or obstruct something. So we put that together, then you are deliberately destroying or damaging your typical character or behavior or who you are. Right. But again, self-sabotage is any behavior that creates problems in our life or interferes with very important, long standing goals. And sometimes, matter of fact, most of the time, we're not even aware of the damage that this behavior is causing in our lives because it's on a subconscious level. Like I said, we don't wake up intentionally wanting to self-sabotage our progression. It's on a subconscious level. It's that thing that creeps in and tells us to eat a whole pizza and fries and hamburgers, right? When we are trying to release a few pounds, It's that thing that whispers to us to binge watch a whole season of Netflix, right? When we know that we should be writing our book, we should be exercising, we should be writing down our goals, we should be going over our budget, we should be doing something productive, right? It's that thing that nags us, right, to browse social media, right, for hours when we can be doing anything else, right, spending time with our family, right, cleaning our homes, cooking meals, right, that's what it is. However it's showing up in our lives, it's dangerous because it turns into this really um, this self-defeat, right? And it makes us feel that we are not worthy or deserving of success or happiness or our purpose. And this in turn causes us to do things subconsciously to block it. And if we do this enough... If we do this enough, we find ourselves digging ourselves into a deep hole of self-defeat, which can be difficult to climb out of once we realize what we have done. So why do we self-sabotage? I'm not going to pretend like I'm some psychologist or that I know this. I'm not an expert about this. I can only tell you why I have done it in the past, why I have done it, what resonates with me. I'm a life coach and I speak with people every day and I can tell you what I see in them 
as to why they self-sabotage something that they know is good for you. So let's go over some of the common ones. There's so many reasons. But let's just go over the common ones. Number one, uh, self-worth. Right? One way we self-sabotage is because we don't feel we are deserving of success and happiness. Right? There's this lack of belief in ourselves that makes us feel unworthy. We feel that we are destined to fail. So we end up questioning ourselves and our abilities. And this can even come when you are successful. Right. If you don't feel you deserve, you can start to self self sabotage your progression. Have you heard of the imposter syndrome? This comes up through feelings of inadequacy, despite your success. Right. You making moves, you're doing things, you're making it happen. You're successful. You're getting your accolades. Right. Yet there's this chronic self doubt and sense of fraudulent or being found out. So what do we do? We do the bare minimum as to not get noticed. Or we may worry the more that we do, the more will be revealed, right? Causing us to procrastinate and divert to something less important. Right? We know that we deserve where we're at. So why do we self-sabotage? Because there is a glitch in our self-worth. Somewhere around, somewhere along the way, we have forgot our value and our worth and that we deserve the best that life has to offer. Some way along the way or somewhere along the way, we forget this. And so when something comes up that can elevate who we are, that can progress us, we start questioning if we even deserve it. And maybe you have done some shitty things in the past. Maybe you have hurt some people. Maybe you have been an asshole in the past, right? Maybe you have. But still, you are not your past. We grow. We grow. We improve who we are. We raise our consciousness. Okay? So you are still not your past and you still deserve what life has to offer. Karma will deal with you on its own terms, but you can only live in the present. And you are still unique and you still have a purpose. And you still deserve the best that life has to offer. So, what's another reason why we self-sabotage? Fear is another reason. Fear. There's this deep fear of failure that comes with, okay, if we try our best and we put ourselves out there completely, but we don't succeed. Right? What if I put my best out there and it's not good enough? We fear that we'll be personally let down. We'll be publicly humiliated. Right? So to avoid this, we live in fear. Perpetual fear. 
and we never step outside of our comfort zones. We would rather play it safe than be vulnerable to other people's judgments and criticisms. And when we fear other people's opinions of ourselves, it's usually because we don't trust our opinions of ourselves. We don't trust our opinions. Because if we had a very high regard for ourselves, man, forget what other people say, right? But we fear because deep down inside we are human beings. We have a deep yearning to belong, to fit, to be seen, to be heard, to feel like we are contributing to this society in some type of way. We have that desire. We want to be affirmed, right? That's nothing that you can try to hide or um, repress. It's human nature. So this can cause us also to project this fear and insecurity on others who are doing things that we feel that we should be doing. I don't know how many times I have felt people's projections on me. There was a time in my life where everyone was mirrors to me and my fears and my insecurities. And in this season, God said, I'm about to use you as a mirror because I have a few people to heal as well. And I'm going to use you as a mirror. And it's hard when people are projecting their insecurities and and um, their fears on you. Right. Because it comes off as jealousy. They're not supportive. Right. They're gossiping. They're spreading rumors about you. And they're doing this. Subconsciously. Right. So you can also be doing this to others. Another um, reason why we self-sabotage is just lack of ambition. Period. What is ambition? It's that sacred fire within. It's a very strong desire to achieve or do something that takes hard work and determination. There's a quote from Stephen Pressfield, who is the author of uh, War of Art. And he says, and I quote, ambition, I have come to believe, is the most primal and sacred fundament of our being. To feel ambition and to act upon it is to embrace the unique calling of our souls. Not to act upon that ambition is to turn our backs on ourselves and on the reason for our existence. That's deep. Sometimes we lack ambition or we lack that desire within us because deep down inside we know what would be required of us if we acted upon our unique calling it is not easy it would take us out of our comfort zone it would take hard work and determination it would take consistency it would take us showing up for ourselves every day even when we feel like staying home when we feel like it when we don't, when people are watching, when they're not, when we are getting results, when we're not, we understand the weight 
of committing to what we were put on this earth to do that inner desire that sacred fire within us and so we self-sabotage because we would rather not do it we would rather stay in our comfort zone right we know that once we cross that threshold that threshold there's no turning back so what do we do we procrastinate we worry we are angry and, and, and lash out on people. So let's talk about how do we self-sabotage? How does that look? One way is by procrastinating. When we know we should be doing something or working towards something, but we put it off or we start doing something new and, and never finish it, that's procrastination. That's procrastination. When we know that there are exciting opportunities if we just move forward, but for some reason we are unmotivated or we are just unable to proceed, this is operating in fear and procrastination. It's one of the most common ways people self-sabotage. What's another one? Anger is another way we self-sabotage when you destroy relationships with family friends and co-workers due to your anger of not living life in your best terms so you are resentful maybe you're jealous right you you use this aggressive communication rather than assertive communication which can cause confusion it can cause strife and unresolved issues in your relationships. It strains them. Also, you are very defensive with everything people say to you. You have this cynical type of mind frame against everybody and everything. Just distrustful for no reason. That's another way self sabotage can show up is through anger another way is through war uh, worry right you worry over the littlest things that just don't even matter like people's opinions right you start to worry about failure and if others will think less of you if you do that thing that you want to do you self-sabotage when you start doubting yourself, knowing that you are capable, right? You know you studied, you researched, you experienced this, you've learned the lesson, yet you still keep doubting yourself, which brings on unnecessary worrying. What, what if... You know, like, what if, could have, should have, whatever they say, right? You keep on thinking, what if... But what if you're worrying over nothing that does not even matter, things that have not happened, things that may not happen, right? Another way that we self-sabotage is through self-medication. We know that self-medication is a response to tough issues. It happens when you turn to prescription drugs or illegal drugs or alcohol in order to deal with 
those hurtful, stressful, or emotional situations. And you have to ask yourself, does the problem or these feelings still exist after my high is done? After everything has gone down, am I still feeling this way? Does the problem still exist? And if the answer is yes, self-medication is doing nothing for you. It is harming you. And I know for me, for a long time, I used to smoke so much weed every day, right? I had me a fifth of, uh, <laughs> I used to buy a fifth of Malibu with pineapple juice every Friday, right? And buy me weed every day. Because I was self-medicating things that I was afraid to confront. I didn't want to confront those issues that needed healing. Those emotions that had been um, just swept under the rug. Right? And then I would do all of this. I would get high. I would buy the drink. My money was gone. So now I'm I'm stressing about over my bills because I didn't pay my bills because I bought some weed. Right? It was like this cycle. It was a cycle of self-medicating. And so in 2015, when I did stop smoking weed, all of the things that I had been hiding and sweeping under the rug and covering up with this, they came to the surface. And now I had to deal with them in a very healthy way. And that shit was ugly. It was ugly. During that time, I really went into some deep isolation, insulation, healing, transformation, a cocoon, right? And I'm still healing from it. But I am in a way better place than I was before. I was hiding it and self-medicating myself with other things. Another one is comfort eating. Right. Once I stop smoking weed, I said, "Okay, I gotta find something else." I start emotional eating, and emotional eating is eating um, as a way to suppress or soothe your negative emotions, right? Such as stress, anger, fear, boredom, loneliness, sadness. Right. Those major life events. The hassles of just daily life was triggering or can trigger negative emotions that lead to you eating. Knowing you want to lose that weight, knowing you want to get into that sundress for the summer, knowing you want to get into that bikini, knowing you got cute clothes that you can't fit no more and you want to release the pounds. However, you eat that pint of ice cream before you go to bed right comfort eating is another way of self-sabotaging yourself because you know once you lose that weight oh it's over it's over right it's over you shut it down (laughs) right once you lose that stomach oh man look look it's shut the world is shut down People ain't going to be able to tell you shit. (laughs) 
but seriously, we self-sabotage ourselves through comfort eating. Feelings of worthiness is another way. What this does is it causes you to exaggerate other people's accomplishments and achievements and start to diminish your own. Right, you ever heard someone you give them a compliment and they turn back and say, Oh no, but you though, you are amazing, right? You are God's best idea, right? You are, I mean, you are wonderful and divine. Okay, thank you. But again, I said that you are great and awesome and I love the way you did this and I love what you got on and I all I said was that your shoes are nice. Right, that's all I said. <laughs> okay, right? But you exaggerate other people's accomplishments and you diminish your own. You also take other people's misguided criticism to heart and allow others to put you down. Because you got some criticism that is really helpful, that's going to help you to grow. It's coming from a good place. But then you have other criticisms that are meant to break you down. They're meant to hurt you. They're meant to misguide you. They're meant to make you feel worse or bad about yourself. And so you take those to heart as if they are not people's insecurities or projections, right? And so you start to engage in negative self-talk based on beliefs of yourself and other people's opinions of you. Another way that we self-sabotage is through scapegoating. The scapegoat thinking and and type of behaving, right? And this ties into um, the self-fulfilling prophecies, right? If you don't know what self-fulfilling prophecy is, it's when you say things so much about something or yourself until it eventually comes true. You fulfill your own self-prophecy by speaking those things into your life, by speaking them into existence, by thinking them for so long and for so much that it, it eventually happens. So if things don't go how we plan or how we expected it to go, then we have something to blame it on, right? We have a scapegoat, right? So you could say, yeah, of course my relationship failed, right? I was never present, I wasn't giving that person my all. Of course. I wasn't 100% committed. Of course that shit failed. Instead of saying, no, my relationship failed because maybe I'm not worthy of love. So I self-sabotaged it. Because I feel deep inside that I'm not worthy of love, which is a lie. But it was getting too deep. And I had to pull back from it. Instead of saying that, we use, well, because I was playing. Like, I I wasn't in that wholeheartedly. I was playing. I was was a player. I was with this person, that person. I was working. I was getting my bill, you know, I was getting my money. I got money to make, right? Or... 
of course I didn't pass the test because I didn't study as much as I should have. Right? I was Netflixing. I wasn't paying attention to uh, this test. Of course. Instead of saying, I didn't pass this test or I failed at this because I couldn't grasp the material. I didn't understand it. It was hard. It was challenging. And so I self-sabotaged myself and just put it off to the side. You understand what I'm saying? How that scapegoating works? We have to have something to blame it on. Right? So those are just a few ways that we self-sabotage. Okay, if you see yourself in any of those, let's talk about how to overcome it. Because you self-sabotaging yourself is robbing people who you are meant to serve. It's robbing you for showing up as your best version on this earth. We can't have that. We can't continue to operate like that. So whatever your behavior is, you must overcome it. If you don't, this will continue to erode your confidence and self-esteem. And you will look around one day and regret everything that you didn't do. So again, if you recognize yourself in any of these behaviors, this is a sign that you can escape self-sabotage because that's what it starts with. It starts with recognizing it, recognizing these thoughts, recognizing these behaviors. So there are some self-reflection questions to help you tune into these situations that may be causing you self-sabotage. And let me just drink some water because... I'm raspy as hell. Thank you. So some self-reflection questions that you can start asking yourself is, where does fear of failure come from? Where does it originate from? Childhood? your interpretation of the experiences you've had, what others have told you, or maybe your definition of failure. Like I said before, failure means that you are trying something and then when it does not go the way you wanted it to go, then there's a lesson that you have to learn from it. So as long as you are failing forward, it's part of success. You cannot be successful without failure. You should want to welcome failure. But only when you are putting your 100% in, right? If you're self-sabotaging yourself and doing things that you know is going to make you fail, that doesn't count. When you are wholeheartedly into something and you fail, that's okay. 
So ask yourself, where does this fear of failure come from? Why am I so afraid of failing? What does that mean for me or to me if I fail? Does that mean that I'm unworthy? That I'm not smart enough? That I can't do this? No, it does not mean that. So what's your definition of failure? Where does it come from? Reflect on that. Also reflect on what goals have I had for a long time that I still have not achieved. I've been wanting to lose this weight for a long time. Why haven't I achieved it? It's possible. I've done it before. Because when you think about that answer, you think about what it is that is keeping you from achieving this goal, and this will uncover the limited beliefs. So you write down that goal that you haven't achieved for a long time. Every year, it's, it's, it's your New Year's resolution every year, right? It's your goal every year. Write that goal down, and then start thinking of the answers that come up as to why. Write them down if you have to. Get that shit out your head. Write those reasons or those excuses down. And these will uncover those limited beliefs. And now you can start to examine those beliefs and where they come from. Okay? Another question is what are you consistently failing at? Consistently What is nagging at you because you know you should be doing better? What is that inside of you that's saying, man, you know you should be doing better than this? Come on, man. You know you're not living to your potential. Man, you know this ain't the life for you. Right? Why are you you sleeping on yourself? Why are your standards so low? What happened to those high expectations that you used to have? It's something that continuously nags at you. Like, man, you know you should be doing better, man. This ain't you. You ain't about this life. (laughs) What is that thing that's nagging at you? Examine that. Get to know that. What is it? Self-reflection and self-correction is necessary, but sometimes we can be our own worst critic. So another way to overcome self-sabotage is just monitor your negative thoughts. Write down those thoughts that come up in your head when you set out to achieve something. Write them down and examine them. Okay, I'm about to write this book. Yeah, but what if people don't like it? What if you don't get any sales? What if, you know, what if... Examine that. Why do I feel like people ain't gonna buy it? Right? Why do I feel this way? Now, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you some of my insecurities about what I want to do and why I have been pushing this book off for over a year. I had to sit down and examine why. And I wanted to be perfect. It ain't going to be perfect. It's going to be just how God um, uh, downloaded it in my head. Hell. And if it's not perfect, I, well, I, look, it's going to be for those who it's meant to be for. And that's the attitude that I have to have to continuously write one or two pages a day. I'm near about done. 
actually I am done. I am editing and revising. But that's something that I have been self-sabotaging myself for a long time, just to keep it real. So you have to be able to write down those thoughts and examine them and challenge them. When you discover the negative thoughts or behaviors that prevent progress, start asking yourself, what are the deeper thoughts that lie behind this? Are these thoughts even rational? Are you basing this present and future moment on past unsuccessful attempts? Right? On other people's failures? So when you reveal and challenge your thoughts, it gives you room to heal from them and catch them before they cause damage and also to reverse them into something positive. You are the master of your thoughts. Your thoughts don't master you. You master your thoughts. Okay? And some things that you can start doing to eliminating self-sabotage is stop running from your problems. Face your problems head on. Running from them don't solve them. Right? It just makes them worse. Right, whether it's stopping a habit, whether it's confronting someone who has hurt you, whether it's a family, a friend, a coworker, whether it's an old issue with your debt, with your credit, with your finances, solve the problem. Stop running from your problems. Right? That's number one. Number two, you have to hang out with encouraging people. You have to space yourself from people who are discouragers. You know them, right? Every time you talk to them, all they do is complain, right? They complain about the weather. They complain about the government. They complain about work. They complain about their relationships. They never have anything nice or positive to say. It's draining you. It's draining you. You have to hang out with people who are encouragers. One thing I like to, um, I think this is um, T.D. Jakes. He said the turtles and the giraffes, right? The turtles, they're not bad people. Their view of the world is different from the view of a giraffe, right? Some of us are giraffes bending our necks down to look at the view of turtles. Now, why would we do that? Either we bring the turtle up there on our on our head or on our neck so they can see our view. Or we leave them alone and walk away. It's your choice to hang around discouragers or encouragers. But you are who you hang around. It starts to affect you. Right? Number three is be yourself. Just be yourself. Stop trying to be somebody that you're not. Comparing yourself to others, that will only discourage you and discredit who you are, who God made you to be, your unique purpose, your unique flaws, your unique strengths, your weaknesses. Right? You are God's best idea. We are all God's best idea, but you... You hold the key to something and to a door that no one else can open. They may try to pick lock it. They may try to kick it in. 
but trust and believe me only you have the key to a specific door that only you were meant to walk through be yourself everyone else is taken right number four let that man let the past go and I think I'm preaching to the choir right now holding on to the past will distract you from what is going on today Today is the only thing that is real. The past no longer exists. The future doesn't exist because it has not happened yet. Right now, right here, in the present moment is the truth. So that's what you need to be focused on is the truth. If you're not where you want to be, that's okay. What can you do right now that will help you get there? right you can't change the past it doesn't exist anymore whether it's good or bad you cannot cling on to the past you are self-sabotaging your present trust me i know (laughs) i know uh what number are we on one two three four five forgiveness this is a big thing You have to let go of unforgiveness. Unforgiveness is not your friend. It's your enemy. Forgiveness is not for the person who hurt you. It's for you. It's for you. Forgiveness is not saying, yeah, I'm okay with what you did to me. Like, I salute you for what you did. What you did was right. No forgiveness is saying that I no longer allow it to affect how I show up in this world. You are being evicted from living rent free in my head. Pace. You say, your rent's due, mother. (laughs) But yeah, right? You got to forgive people who have hurt you, whether it was intentionally or unintentionally forgive them and let them go no one's perfect people behave and reflect where they are on a conscious level at that time people are hurting hurt people hurt people all that stuff let it go you don't have to forget it just let it go and when you f- truly forgive someone you don't continuously bring it up you don't you just don't allow it to affect you Unforgiveness causes resentment, jealousy, anger. Uh, ven- you get vindictive. You plot and trying to revenge on them and get them back and make them hurt. Let that shit go. <laughs> I don't know who that's for. Maybe it's for me, but let it go. Um, six is uh, just do it. Step outside of your comfort zone. Be like Nike and just do it, right? Because tomorrow becomes next week, which soon leads to next month, and then next year, and then next year leads to five years, and then 10 years, until eventually the life that you desired, those goals, those visions, they become a memory, right? So you have to step outside of your comfort zone. You have to just do it. Just do it. It's yeah. It's not gonna. It's not gonna feel good. It's gonna feel foreign. 
but keep doing something that you are uncomfortable with every day. I am horrified of speaking in front of people. I can speak and talk and joke behind this podcast, but when I get in front of people, I get so stiff and boring and dull and monotone. So the more I'm doing it as a trainer now, the more I'm starting to get a feel for it. It's what I like to do. I like to teach. I like to speak. I like to motivate. And so stepping outside of my comfort zone is going to Toastmasters. It's speaking in front of people as much as I can face to face. That's stepping outside of my comfort zone and eventually I'll get better at it. Right to where I can be my normal and, you know, happy-go-lucky self and funny self and be natural and authentic with it. I'll get there the more I step outside of that comfort zone by doing it. Even if it's with two people. Okay? And the last thing to eliminate self-sabotage is just be accountable. Take responsibility for yourself and stop blaming others someone says that the extent to which you achieve your vision depends on you taking responsibility for your life because too many of us have a habit of blaming others for our circumstances we say our parents or our friends or our families did not support us we say that the company didn't promote us fast enough we say that the job market did not provide the right jobs we say that the bills, right, we, we say the powers to be is just holding us down, right? The list goes on and on. But have you noticed when you point your finger at someone? Go ahead and point your finger at something. You see that one finger pointing at someone or something? Look at those other three fingers. Who they pointing at? Who, who, who are they pointing at? You. So sometimes you just have to take accountability. There are things that because of your choices, whether you were aware of the choices you were making or not, it's irrelevant. You made the choice out of the space or the consciousness or the knowledge that you were in at that time. We grow. It's okay. Take accountability for it. Get over it and do it. Do something about it. Okay, so that's it. Self-sabotage. It's an ugly monster. It is our enemy. It is holding you back from your greatness. Start to reflect and examine why you are not doing the things that you know is going to help you to be the best version of yourself. And get rid of it and start showing up with who you really are. And just to throw this out there before I go, if you have a goal, if you have a goal, it's so important to have a deep motivating reason for achieving this, right? We need a deeper reason why we do the things we set out to do because when the, when, when, when things get tough, right? And we start feeling unmotivated, which is going to happen. It's going to happen we'll be able to still show up because the reason for achieving it would be so much stronger than not achieving it, right? So sometimes we need to see 
why we want to do something and keep breaking it down, right? I want to make more money so that I can pay my bills. I want to pay my bills so that I can feel stable. I want to feel stable so that I can feel free and comfortable. And that's your motivating reason, right? I want to feel free. I want to be comfortable. Okay? So when you know that deep desire, that deep yearning of why you want something, you will be able to tap into that when the going gets tough. And you say, no, I want to be free. And free feels better than staying and laying in my bed watching Netflix. Okay? And sometimes we just need someone to hold our hand. Sometimes we need an accountability partner, someone who's going to support us and stretch us and hold us accountable. Sometimes we need someone to remind us of why we're doing this in the first place. Sometimes we need someone to help us challenge and recognize those self-sabotaging behaviors and thoughts so that we can transform them to fuel to crush our goals. Okay, so if you know someone who may need stretch and support in overcoming their own self-sabotaging behaviors, connect them to me, Coach Tracy Noel. That's my forte. I help people tap into those limited beliefs. I help people to bridge the gap of where they are to where they want to go. Right, that's me. So connect with me. Go to my website, send me an email, DM me, whatever. Let's sit down, let's talk, and let's see what's been holding you back. Okay? And I hope this episode was helpful. I hope you was able to pull something out of this that is going to help you to move forward. Please support a sister, help a sister, like, subscribe, share. It costs nothing to do that. I would greatly appreciate it. And just know that you are single for a divine reason. That's my story, and I'm sticking with it. During this time of seasons, uh, singleness, I'm sorry, you can strategize and optimize and become all that you want to attract to become the best version of yourself and to walk in your divinity and personal power unapologetically and so until the next time i'm sending you love peace and light bye love love this episode on wait on purpose don't forget to subscribe rate and leave a review it's very much appreciated until next time